Okay, everyone, I'm here today with Alison Willis. Uh, she's a lecturer in curriculum and pedagogy at the University of the Sunshine Coast. Now, Alison's written a chapter in the book that's titled Health and Wellbeing in the Middle Grades, Research for Effective Middle-Level Education. So, Al, your chapter focuses on how to create environments that support the psychological safety of teachers in the middle grades. Um I saw a cartoon recently, actually. I visited the Teacher Hub Education and Support website and they had an image of someone who was falling over after stepping into a hole. And the caption was, you wouldn't ignore a trip hazard. And I guess that really resonated with me as a teacher where I'm always so concerned about the students in my class, you know, risks and hazards, uh, looking after their mental health and the well-being of my students that I really pay little attention to my own psychological safety in the workplace. So do you mind just taking a couple of minutes to explain what psychological safety for teachers in the middle, middle grades is and why it's so important? Yeah, sure, Nat. So psychological safety is like that glue in the middle, in between all the structures in your schools that help you do your job that should be there and we know that they're there in varying degrees um, in different schools, and then your willingness to bring forward your ideas. So your willingness to bring forward your ideas about you know things that are working in your classroom, things that aren't working in your classroom. You know, um, trialing new things, taking risks, and you know trying out new innovative ideas. So teachers have to feel safe um, in order to bring forward their ideas. And you're right, you know, that little cartoon about a teacher falling over. And because that's what we do, we constantly put the needs of students ahead of our own needs. That's sort of part of the profession, even though in the long run, it's not sustainable, which I think is what you're alluding to. And because it's not sustainable, we need to think about how can we, how can we look after ourselves in this space but, you know, not only for the sake of ourselves, but also for the sake of our students, because if we're not willing to try new things and to create, you know, have new innovative ideas, we're just going to do the same old, same old and go around the same mountain time and time again. So psychological safety is definitely that mediating factor between all the support structures in a school that should help you do your job and then you going a little bit more, more than doing your job, you know, being innovative and being creative and, and um, get trying new things. Yep. Awesome. Um, what are the environments which support the psychological safety of teachers? Yeah, so that that's really where my research comes in and that's what I wanted to know. I wanted to know what are those structural antecedents that will give teachers that confidence to try ideas, to admit when things are not going well, which is a little bit of a taboo in schools, to be honest, because nobody really wants to admit you know, that they're failing a student. Like that's, that's you know, so that's, but nevertheless, sometimes we do try things and, and they don't go so well. And we need to talk about that maybe with our colleagues or our upline. So that was my question. So what are the support structures that we can put in place in schools to help teachers um, in that way? And the, the data that I analysed and the findings that came forward were really, really clear. Teachers actually need um, time. They need time in their workloads to be able to think, reflect on their practice and then have conversations with their colleagues so that they're not just constantly going, you know, from one urgent thing to the next in their timetable. The other thing that's, that teachers need, the other structure that they need is space. So just the ability to come into the staff room and to go, well, that went 
that was great. You know, that lesson was amazing. I have to do that again next year. Or, well, man, that just took a nosedive, you know, like I didn't know that it was going to go so badly. And just being able to debrief with your colleagues or debrief with a mentor or, you know, so just, so time and space are really big deals for teachers. And they're probably, um, they're probably very, it's probably very timely to talk about those things because, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a big flurry at the moment around teacher workloads. But the third thing that's vital to the psychological state, safety of teachers is relationships. So, you know, being able to have, so obviously the opposite to a positive relationship would be a toxic relationship. And you're just going to, you're just going to retract. If you don't think that people have your best interests at heart around you, you're just going to retract and you're going to keep your own ideas to yourself and build your own little kingdom and silo in your classroom. So we really want to, we really want to get teachers in environments where they've got time, space, but also um, psychologically safe working relationships with their colleagues so that they can have those honest conversations about their work. Fantastic. What can schools do to maintain these environments for their own mental health and well-being? Yeah, and and it really does start with schools. So it really does start with providing those structures. So providing time, space, and and human resources and 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 people. But otherwise, you, the teacher is working alone, you know, in an environment that is working against them. So, you know, if, if you've got an administrative staff that are really keen to, um, and obviously ad- administrators uh, have got a lot of balls in the air, you know, they're juggling a lot of, of priorities and imperatives, but if they can prioritise time and space and um, and collegial working relationships or even time and space to foster collegial working relationships for their staff then it's amazing what can come about. You know, teachers are really smart people um, that are often very people-focused, you know, so really, really keen to collaborate. Um, but sometimes we need to make sure that the environment is conducive to that. Fantastic. Um, was there anything else you'd like to share with us, Al, before we finish up tonight? Oh, what? Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess you know, where to from here? Um, it's... It, yeah, there's a look. There is a relationship between teacher well-being and psychological safety um, that needs to be that needs to be further investigated. You know, my my research is really preliminary in this space. Um, some other research by um, colleagues from Harvard University um, in Harvard Business School in in the US has have, has also invested investigated teacher psychological safety. So if any if any of the listeners are interested. In looking that up, if they were to Google or Google Scholar psychological safety um, in schools, they'll probably find that research. Um, and and the other area that is also a fascinating, you know, research provocation is how are students perceiving their own psychological safety? You know, what do students think about? How can they ask a teacher a question if they're unsure of something? Or you know, so so that's a whole other area as well that is probably a new frontier. Yeah, that's really mm. exciting because we, yeah, we often don't tend to think about, you know, how students are feeling in terms of, you know, their innovation or, you know, their ability to ask a question without feeling that, you know, they're in a safe environment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Fantastic, Al. Thank you. And thank you so much for your research in our field of education as well. So, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.